But it's good in the hood. Sorry about that. Had a uh, little technical difficulties. Can't explain it. Have no idea. I kind of only um, envisioned that it's because um, I was connected to the YouTube too. And I think uh, CWTV is running a race on, C on uh, our YouTube channel. So I think that's probably what the issue was. So I just created a new one. And we started all over again. So welcome back. This is your man's The One, and this is the state of basketball. Um, I am running um, solo right now. Nothing wrong with the big man in the middle. Kind of a jumble um, on scheduling and my uh, me not hitting send on the text. It happens. But um, so uh, this is the state of basketball, and I am going to talk a little bit about basketball. That's probably why you came to see me. No, uh, but this is a BW Sports 1 original podcast, and man, what a week we have had in basketball. Um, I kind of slipped a little bit on the NBA because, you know, obviously NCAA tournament started this past week this past thursday and man what an exciting start it was for the men's and the women um and aau started here well across the country uh this past weekend and you know it's my daughter's last ride for aau so busy weekend and a whole lot of hoops that uh your man's got to watch um apparently i missed a fight i got to see one fight last year and yeah i am talking about uh fighting at uh what 16 to 17 year old uh girls basketball so i did miss this one apparently uh but i think this one resulted in a arrest or two because apparently a parent had assaulted uh one of the players or a kid as well but I don't know it was a good week in the basketball, but the tournaments, man, what an exciting uh, time. So I kind of slipped on a little NBA. I did kind of watch a little bit, kind of peek in on uh, a couple things, storylines and stuff like that. But myself, I was 100% uh, focused on uh, the NCAA tournament on both sides. Uh, very interesting. Obviously, you know, my Michigan guys and ladies, uh, we're doing well, so I kind of pay attention to that a little bit. So, um, not a whole lot going on. Oh, I forgot something. Here, let's put this up. Boom. <laughs> um, as you can see, uh, we also had an exciting thing going on this weekend with the network and one of our, our good friends and partners, uh, Zach over at Elite Performance. He had the, um, the second annual elite performance powerlifting competition uh, where they did the men's and women's side where they did uh bench and squats and power 
power lift. So that was exciting. I did get a chance to slide out there, um, check out a little bit of the uh, competition, uh, see some of the the um, the competitors, and get to hang out with some of the network crew that we haven't got to do in pretty long time. I know we've kicked it a little bit, but we haven't like done the show live together. So it was pretty fun to sit down next to the lion and Tommy Boy and a special guest, uh, young racer that you might want to keep a name, keep this name in your head, uh, Elliot Cox. We all uh, pitched in on uh, commentating that event. So it was a pretty, pretty event. That video and broadcast is up on the website and the YouTube channel as well. So uh, fun times getting out there to see uh, the Irish Hulk uh, do his thing. So, um, yeah, that was great. So uh, enough of me babbling on. Uh, let's get into, you know what? I can get rid of this. Okay. All right. Da -da -da -da. All right. So uh, before we start talking about the the tournaments, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and uh, give you what's going on with the state tournament here in Indiana. Um, obviously, we know the girls finished up a couple of weeks ago uh, with Noblesville. Uh, went into 4A, and I think Sugar Creek went into 3A and filtered down from there. Uh, but the boys have reached the state title um, part of the state tournament this weekend, uh, coming up here this uh, Saturday down at, uh, I don't even know what the, the arena is now that the Pacers play in. Couldn't even tell you. Hey, have you guys checked out the new layout of, the uh studio office type deal pretty cool i got some more stuff that we'll put up over here but yeah try to give it a little bit more homey feel um who knows but uh this summer the show sets are going to be pretty awesome because i'm gonna be i think i just lost my headphones so let's go ahead and fix that up real easy fix folks hold on one second See, there we go. Real easy fix. So now I can hear things once again. And you say, what are you hearing? You're not talking to anybody. Well, I have music playing and stuff like that when I do commercials. But anyway, so we're back. I got headphones. Um, we're good to go from what it sounds like. Uh, is it picking me up? Yes, it is. All right. So back into it. So like I was saying, uh, we are entering the high school boys state weekend so this weekend we'll figure out who is the state um uh state champions in our classes that we got here so i think i got something for you so let's check this out Oop, boots me down okay so um check it out here so class a state champions we're gonna start off at the 10 30 a.m tip you got north davis um, Davies, I think it is at 26 and three versus Lafayette Central Catholic, which is 20 and nine. Uh, the class 2A, uh, approximately will be starting somewhere after that game. You got Providence at 20 and six versus Central no Central Noble with 28 and two. Um, and then we drop down to the evening sessions. 
uh, where you got the state uh, for the 3A and the 4A, which tends to be your bigger um, your bigger schools or your more uh, well-known uh, schools within the state. So in the 3S class, you got Beast Grove, which is on the south side of town. I didn't even know they were that decent enough to be in state, but that's pretty cool. Um, you got Beast Grove at 21 and 6, going against Mishawaka Marion at 24 and 3. Let's see, and then we, the nightcap or uh, the big game, so to speak, the top class, the big schools, um, you have the 4A state title. You have uh, Indianapolis Cathedral uh, versus Charleston, Chesterston, Chesterton, Chesterton at 29 and 0. So um, in between your NBA and NCAA watching, you get some time slide in i think these these games are televised as well uh so if you get opportunity slide in and check out some of the young talent that is here in the city and the state of indiana so that is going to take us on to our next uh that was high school so that takes us on to NCAA. so uh, yes, we are in the tournament stage, and we have reached the Sweet 16. This is like we've gotten where we are supposed to have gotten rid of all of the lower seeds or the mid-majors who can't compete with the Power Five or the big-name Blue Bloods or stuff like that. So as you can see on both sides, there have been some uh, tremendous upsets uh, from top quality programs that had high expectations on possibly cutting nets down in for the national championship. So, but before we do that, I got something that's really cool that only three schools could do. One of them being this awesome uh, school that I am sporting at the moment. So let's bring it back up on the screen. Here are the three schools that have both the men and the women's program in the current sweet 16 for both tournaments. So you have Iowa state um, who was, you know, a higher seed in the men's lower seed in the women. No, that's the other way around. Lower seed in the men's higher seed in the women. High, just a little bit of a higher seed in the women. Maybe. I don't know. Well, but anyway, I'm rambling. So, um, and then you got the Tar Heels, where you have both the men and the women, uh, both as well as the Maize and Blues, both banging uh, wins out in several uh, awesome fashions in the tournaments. So, excuse me, we uh, remove that. So, what an exciting time. Uh, see, we had quite a few upsets. You know, we'll start off with the women's side of it. Um, and then we'll give you, let's see, I can go ahead and give you the um, the uh, Sweet 16 for the ladies. So here we are with the Sweet 16 set up for this weekend for the ladies. Um, and building up to this, the upsets that we had that was um, probably bracket buster, so to speak, for the women's side, you know, you had the 10 seed Creighton uh, beating Colorado, which was the seven seed, and then turning right back around and beating the two seed 
and Iowa, which touched me a little bit because I had Iowa um, going pretty far in the women's bracket. Um, I think I had them going up to just really, really the next weekend because I didn't have them in my final four. But they're a very excited team to watch, very balanced team. But I was surprised that Creighton got past Colorado and then to even get past Iowa. So um, that was one. Let's see, the Belmont over Oregon in round of 64, that was pretty huge because, you know, Oregon always every year has, you know, most of the, most of the time a championship, uh, you know, championship-type contending team. Obviously, they do have an Indiana bred there uh, with, what was it, 2020 Miss Basketball? 2020? Maybe? Or was it 2019? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was 2019. Yeah, 2019. But um, so that was a, a pretty decent upset. The Villanova over BYU was a nice size 11-6 matchup. Uh, the South Dakota was another Creighton-style uh, upset with number 10 South Dakota um, upsetting uh, number seven Ole Miss and then turn around beating a very strong national title contender in number two Baylor Lady Bears. So and then you and that was in the Wichita uh, bracket. If you slide down to the Spokane bracket, um, it's not really an upset with a six over three because that's those are games that are going to be a little more competitive. Those are games that are probably with teams that are both you know ranked in the top twenty five, which was OSU and LSU, um, two decent programs. Um, I forget the coach's name from LSU now, who was at Baylor who switched over to LSU and then immediately has them, you know what I mean, uh, with a top three um, seed in the tournament. But OSU takes them out. Um, that was pretty much the only thing close to an upset uh, in the Spokane. And in the Bridgeport, uh, there was no no really relative, relative uh, upsets in that Bridgeport, which was the uh, North Carolina State uh, bracket with them facing the Notre Dame Irish um, that should be a pretty decent game. Um, and then I had this matchup with the UConn Huskies with uh, Paige Buckner and the uh, Indiana Hoosiers. I um, mean, I actually have the Hoosiers winning this game. So um, here's your matchups for the women's uh, Sweet 16. You have number one, South Carolina, who obviously everybody should have them as their overall favorite. Um, don't let them sleep on the North Carolina Tar Heels. I mean, South Carolina can't be beat. I mean, it was um, a fluke and a shot, you know, they got them, but, you know, you have to put yourself in that position to give you an opportunity to get the fluke and the shot. So um, look for that to be a very competitive game. I'm really interested in this Iowa State-Creighton game. Both of them play a similar style, so we'll see who executes more in that one. Um, but obviously, you know, I got South Carolina coming out of that. The Louisville-Tennessee matchup i don't think i had this particular the way it came out but i think i do have um louisville coming um to face michigan who i thought you know would not be the south dakota but obviously with them beating you know what i'm saying the number seven and the number two seeds um, i'm not gonna slip on them lightly uh, michigan has come out with two slow starts and back to back and then just overwhelming their opponents and moving on to the sweet 16. Um, I just dropped my pin. So I'm gonna have to get another one. Ha ha backup. 
So Nas, Holman, and those ladies are looking to finish strong. I do have Michigan coming out of that bracket. Um, overall, see Stanford, the exciting play. Um, she dunks again in competition, in, in tournament competition. So that's pretty good. I got them going over Stanford. I think I got Stanford going over Maryland, if I look at it correctly. Yes, because I got Stanford coming out um, of that bracket. So I will take Texas over OSU. And I will uh, take NC State over Notre Dame. And I am going to take uh, and I'm going to take IU over UConn to set up my uh, my final four. But if I'm if I'm thinking correctly, all four of my final four are still in. Yes. Yes, if I look at my bracket, all four of my final fours are still in for the women. So as you can see, there is their uh, bracket there, and we went through their upset. So we'll switch over to the men and check. Oh, went too far. Switch over to the men, and you can see their Sweet 16 set up. Um, Gonzaga, overall number one seed. Um, I was struggling there for a minute with them, man. I kind of, I kind of knew that Timmy. Uh, who I was a huge fan of. Um, I figured he'd find a way to to power through uh, and be very productive. You know, I think he had, what, four points? Uh, four Between him and Holmgren, he had four points in, in, in the uh, first half. And then all of a sudden, he just had this ignition of offensive explosion, and he just took over the second half. Um, and it was just like a clinic of how, you know, he played the game. And then it kind of was, you know, rubbed off on the rest of the team. And Gonzaga put, squeaked out a good one. You know, this Arkansas team is going to be a challenge for them because they get up and down the floor. But before we break that down a little bit more, but let's go through their upsets from uh, the round of 64 and 32. I wasn't supposed to get the ice, but now it's there and now I'm stuck. <laughs> Because if I split it back in the cup on camera, then y'all going to be like, ooh, he's nasty. <laughs> so, in the West bracket, which was Gonzaga's bracket, you're upset there, which is always going to happen. I think we had two of the three, I mean, two of the four, 12s win over the five. So, we got New Mexico over number five, UConn. Didn't actually watch that game because I think there was nothing on. There was a little more uh, mindful for me. I see another in that West bracket. You got eleven Notre Dame um, over six Alabama, and eleven and that eleven was the play-in. So they advanced to the Sweet Sixteen coming from the play-in, and it's not the first. I think we've had two other teams to come out of that first four and actually make it to the Sweet Sixteen. And then you jump to the East bracket. You got the USC win over Baylor. Um, I did have that on my bracket. I uh, was a real fan of North Carolina, uh, second team next to Michigan. Um, as a kid, was a real big fan. Um, I think it was more of the colors than pretty much anything. But um, I did uh, pick that game. Um, and I did actually pick them winning this game over UCLA, too. So, uh, no, I actually had IU beating UCLA and North Carolina beating IU. That was my matchup because I wanted that matchup. And it didn't damn happen, but it's okay. Uh, so I got there, and then let's see, you got Purdue. What was the other episode over there? Uh, St. Peter's. You know what I'm saying? Uh, wow. 
didn't even I, I'm I think I'm pretty adept in uh my knowledge of obscure universities. Um I don't want to say obscure. Let's say universities that uh people don't really hear about. Because I do watch weird basketball games, you know what I mean? I do watch some of those those um uh, two thirty in the afternoon games on a Wednesday, you know, just come out of nowhere. Um, I will watch some of those late games, uh, out west, you know, like some San Francisco, because you got to watch some Gonzaga. You got to stay up late if you're gonna watch some of Gonzaga. So I'll do catch some of those, uh, those late games. So I knew a little bit about Colorado State, you know. So um, never heard of St. Peter's. That was a that was a thumper for me. And for them to take out your number two, even though I like I posted, I always take joy when Kentucky loses at pretty much anything. And y'all might think that's kind of petty, but it's not. If you grew up in Indiana, and I guarantee you that the people on Kentucky side feel the exact same way. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guarantee you. You know, when you grow up here in Indiana or Kentucky, we compete, you know, at an early age, like stupid early, like like third and fourth grade, like they're competing on and pretty much anything. So, and that goes up like all the way through high school. Like now we just picked our all-stars for the girls um, and they will be competing against who? The Kentucky all-stars. So it's been like that and it's going to be the same. So we take joy in um, uh, anything that loses in Kentucky. I think the only thing that's good in Kentucky is – <laughs> Super shizzy. The only thing good in Kentucky is bourbon and the Derby. <laughs> All right. And a few little family members that I know in Bowling Green. But I'm going to tell you right now, this is about it for Kentucky. Like, you can holler, blah, 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 blah. But the end result is you do not have one professional sport. Not one. Not a football. Not a baseball, not a basketball, loaded with the semi-pro, but you're not good enough for the pros because they feel that you can't draw enough clientele. So I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to pick on Kentucky anymore, but I always take pride and joy when Kentucky loses. So, and then, you know, over that, and then turn around and beat a very good Murray State team. So um, that matchup with Purdue, I hope they don't walk into that game uh, feeling overconfident, but I know Edie is a uh, is a tall task to get over. And the way Trevion Williams has been playing his back to the ball. I mean, did you see the shimmy, the double shimmy he gave? Like, I'm really impressed with how his development has become his four years at at um, Purdue. Uh, he was, you know, kind of a chunky kid. And you see him get into weight. He's got great footwork. He's got great uh, moves and and passing out of doubles. So I really like this Purdue team. I know they it looked like they struggled late in Big Ten season, but the Big Ten is a rough conference. As you can see, there's two teams still holding down, though, Michigan and Purdue. But it's a tough team. But I feel if you can get out of there and get a good seed, that Purdue is going to be a difficult team to beat. They got size. They got guard play. And, you know, if you got guard play in the NCAA, it'll take you far in the tournament, and then you can back it up with, with good post play. So you can always get a point somewhere. Uh, Purdue has a really good chance coming out of that that side with being North Carolina or UCLA, who they would play. 
Um, let's see in that south, that south bracket. You know, uh, you got the upset. Obviously, Michigan eleven seed over the three seed Tennessee. I did like the Tennessee team. I picked the Tennessee team to win the SEC tournament, but there's something different about this Michigan team. They have uh, two key factors that I do like. One is you got to have upper class or senior leadership when it comes into the tournament, you know, because especially if they have experience playing in a tournament, because he's been in a tournament all his, every, every year he's been in Michigan, he's been in the tournament. So, and I think two of those years he's been in the sweet 16, maybe three of those years he's been in the sweet 16 with a gap in the middle. But, um, and then you have guard play. Those are two things that work well in a tournament because you're going to need somebody who can get buckets and calm things down. And that was Eli Brooks for Michigan. I mean, he's a six-year senior. He's got the tra- – I mean, he's got the COVID in the graduation year. So he's benefited from it and is showing off with some of the some of the moves and the decision-making and the big plays that he's made uh, throughout the tournament. And he's done it before. So um, guard play – and um, senior upper class play always goes well in the tournament. And then when you have a a, a dog like Hunter Dickinson, it, is is it can be pretty good. So Tennessee came up against that. Uh, the Iowa State again, with them being with their women in the Sweet Sixteen, Iowa State over LSU, and then number three Wisconsin, who I was high up on. I was actually high up on Iowa's men's basketball team. But they let me down quick, fast, and in a hurry. Uh, huge letdown of what we saw them coming off of the Big Ten tournament, how they finished the last three weeks of the Big Ten season. So uh, that was still uh, a shocker for my bracket, um, only because it takes out one of my four. But I still have uh, three others in there. But I think it was a bad showing for Keegan Murray. But I think uh, you're going to see some good things from him in uh, the next level. Uh, the Auburn loss was was a tough one. Uh, Miami, I did not see that one coming. That one, that one did not did not see. I don't really know what to say about that. I mean that uh, Jabari Smith, man, that cat is is tough. I mean him, Holmgren, uh, Keegan, uh, Johnny Davis from Wisconsin. I mean all all those guys can be easily be uh, top pick in the draft easily. Um, who's the other thing? Um, Purdue. Um, whatever. I can't think of his name right now. But all of them can very easily be the top pick. So um, coming down to that, that bottom section, uh, he was looking for that Kansas-Auburn matchup, but Kansas has Providence. Kansas don't overlook Providence. It's a very scrappy team. First-time Big East champion. Um, and his team is, is hungry, so they're looking for a little respect. The Iowa State 11-10 matchup in the Sweet 16 is absolutely phenomenal and is unheard of, and I really much like it that you got an 11 seed Iowa State going against a 10 seed Miami. Um, so it's cool. So you can have two, you can have two double digit, you can have three double digit seeds in the final four um if it played out that way. So Pretty cool. So that's our matchups. Here's so here's our matchups. You can see them for the final four: Gonzaga, Arkansas, uh, Texas Tech, Duke, uh, North Carolina, UCLA, Purdue, St. Peter's, Arizona, Houston, Michigan, Villanova, Kansas, Providence, Iowa State, Miami. So those are your matchups for the 
uh, Sweet 16. So let me give you a quick commercial break, and then we'll zoom through the NBA because, like I said earlier, I hadn't really been peeping up. The, the, the tell you, man, this college stuff has me locked from Thursday when me when I met up with Big Storm at the bar to have a couple of drinks and some, and some food, watching the mixing game. So I've been locked in on basketball. So. Uh, let's take a quick break and I'll be back and give you a little bit of envy talk, uh, give you my picks and we can move on from there. So who do we got here? Elite performance. Welcome back, everybody. This is your man. And this is the State of Basketball. And this is episode 48, Basketball Overload. Basketball Overload, I'm telling you. And I'm so happy that today and tomorrow, all the games we can watch is NBA. I can, I can tone it down a little bit. Ooh, side. You know what I mean? Probably maybe watch a, a, a Wild and Out or a Ridiculous episode to kind of get back into it, maybe have a conversation with the other two people that live in the house. It's been basketball united. So um, let's see here. What do we got here? What do we got? Where do we got? We got comments. Let's see. Purdue should make it to the final four. Finally, they should. They should make it to the final four. I have them going to the final four. Uh, I don't have them going to the championship game. But I do have them going to the Final Four. And, um, man, I would love to pick them. I would love to. But, you know, I feel that they will do what Purdue does. You know, in some way, some shape or form, they're going to find a way to squander it. Um, I hope they don't. It'd be great for the state of Indiana, man. We hadn't had a national championship here in the state of Indiana in men's basketball since... When was last IU's last win? <laughs> that was it too. It was IU's last win. I mean, Butler made it to the championship game twice, but no Dubs. Purdue's never won it. Well, they haven't won it in decades. I would say no Ball State, no Notre Dame, not in men's. No, 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 no. So yeah, you mean the state of Indiana? You know, I kind of, I kind of. You know, secretly underline I'm rooting for oh oh boilermaker. You know what I mean? We haven't had a national. Have you noticed that? We are the state of basketball, and we have not had a national champion in basketball since IU. They've had a couple. They had like they went to the final game. Did they lose to North Carolina to Sean May because um, Mike Davis failed to? properly recruit him and he ended up changing his uh, recruitment and going to North Carolina. Yeah, I think that's how that went down. 
Yeah. So, yeah, buddy. Man, it's been a minute. We need somebody to step up, man. Who in Indiana is going to step up? Is it you, Hoosiers? You, Mike Davis? You going to bring it back? Can you do it? Can you bring it back next year? Can Matt Painter, you know, take us over the hump that G. Katie could never get us to? Can you do it, Matt Painter? We don't know. We'll see. Uh, no, we don't know. <laughs> I'm badgering. That's not fair to them. All right, so uh, let's move on from the NCAA. Um, I don't have anything for the ladies right now. They're still, you know, doing their free agents in that camp. You know, obviously, all uh, thoughts and prayers are, you know, over with uh, Miss Brittany Griner, who is being detained in Russia. Um, I hate the circumstance. It sucks, but you knew the laws. You knew how strict they were over those certain type of laws. So why would you even put yourself in that position to have? Um, you're an American, so you hope. I hope you just didn't think they were just gonna let you just, you know, roam and not nobody know your business over there. So uh, I just think it sucks. I hope they don't make a martyr. Out, not to say they're gonna do anything to her. I just hope they don't uh, try to make a martyr out of you. And you know, if we can't punish the U.S. in other political ways, I I don't want them to take that out on her. So uh, thoughts and prayers and positive energy that that situation will be taken care of in a uh, peaceful manner. I mean, I know she's uh, her and her partner, their parents, you know, children are involved. So obviously we like to send them a lot of healing energy, positive energy. So uh, let's jump over to the NBA. Oh, we love the NBA. We love the NBA. All right, so um, as you can see, we have just a couple games left. Uh, I think we should. most teams are just under 10 games left, so that puts us about, what, two, two and a half weeks left in the regular season um, until we get to the playoffs and the play-ins. So, you know, right now these guys is really lacing it up and they're really getting at it. Um, I think uh, there are some things going on. I think there's some concerns in Philly. Uh, I think they've been on a kind of a funny slide trying to they've gotten over the newness of James Harden and uh, the exceptional play that they were playing together. Now you got a, a phased out Therese Maxey um, and you're not getting the production from him. And you can see the stagnation in their offense with the ball uh, dominance of Harden when um, Embiid is not on the floor. So um, they got some concerns there. You're still um, on the thing with Brooklyn. Uh, and if Kyrie, um, I mean, wow, if, you know, I mean, him playing away games and still, you know, putting up 60. But here's the thing that I sidebar. Here's the thing that I got with this Brooklyn shit. This New York shit. So he can't play in the stadium that his team's in, but he can come to the games unmasked, unvaccinated. He can come into the games that his team's playing in. He can come to the arena and watch his college team play unvaccinated, unmasked. Fans can watch unvaccinated, unmasked. But the guy who plays there can't play the game if he's unvaccinated, which makes zero stupid dumb shit to me at all. And I can see from an article that popped up on my phone a couple hours ago that uh, baseball, the Yankees, the Mets, they're going to have to deal with this shit too. So um, 
and no one likes Rob Manford anyway. I think he's a dumbass from, from the jump. And then on top of it, on top of it, um, you just had this this ridiculous shit of grown rich men arguing over more richness. Uh, when the whatever, so uh, whole nother story. I can't wait to get uh, the source on uh, to talk about that one, but I don't know. So I'm I'm really dumbfounded. What's this thing going on in Brooklyn? So you still got to figure out that and when is Ben Simmons if Ben Simmons is going to play? Um, so there's a couple storylines there. So um, I might as well go ahead and show you some stuff if I can get my mouse back. Get my mouse back. So here is the Eastern Conference um, standings right now. Uh, as you can see, you got your top. Um, well, I lost my six. Well, I had six. There were others, but you had them. They're gone. But the focus is the play-in. As you can see, um, seven, eight, nine, ten. Those are your play-ins. So you're going to be watching those closely. Um, the race. You like to see Brooklyn kind of creep up in there to get those last couple of spots. It doesn't look like they're going to be able to. Uh, Pacers are already out. Detroit is already out. They're playing for the offseason. Uh, but I don't see the Wizards or the Knicks trying to creep in. I do see the Hawks trying to make a late surge here with a favorable schedule, um, as you can see. So um, concerns that I have, I really don't. I see that the surge is coming from the champs. Um, you know, they've been under-talked all season, and they finally start to get everybody healthy at the same time. Nothing on the screen. Ha! That's great. <laughs> What's on the screen? Nothing. I see everything on the screen. Remove. How about now? Me? Me. There you go. So. Uh, let's move on. Western Conference. Here you go. You got Phoenix still at the top. Uh, you're concerned about those seven, eight, nine spot. <laughs> you're concerned about that seven, eight, nine spot. Uh, Minnesota, who's praying well. Um, I've never really, I've never really been a big fan uh, since he left Kentucky. Really wasn't a fan then. <laughs> you don't have to do that. You're my big help. You help me out. Um. Not a big fan of the cat. You know, he's been called out several times by all players, but there's, um, I think with the what he went through, the growth of, you know, the changes, ridiculous Pacers. Hey, he said, hey, look at the person. Hey, man, I'm, hey, Dan, 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 listen. Storm says you got to trust the process because, you know, this would be the only time that they could get, you know, a possible, you know, lottery pick. The last lottery pick that they got was Rick Smith. You know, he likes to tell me that all the time. So, <laughs> got to trust the process. I'm going to trust the process since the Simons is dumping all their malls that they might, you know, put a little bit more effort into the Pacers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's ridiculous. Yes. But... Uh, past them. We're back over here to the West, but um, sucks to see Portland there, but I think something's going on with Dame. I think he's going to be on the way out of there. Sabonis is not going to be stuck in the Kings long, but um, my, I think my, I think I should have made the the uh, elite performance social media hoops question of the week. 
Um, I should have made it with the Lakers, you know, be in or out of the play-in. You know, right now, I would love to say it, even if they did get into play-in, even if they did win the play-in, you get the Phoenix Suns first round. So uh, even with a healthy Anthony Davis, which that is (laughs) an oxymoron, but even with a healthy Anthony Davis, this team is getting all in shambles. You got, you know, people talking to the tabloids. You got a division between old vets and 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 young guys. So um, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't be surprised to see huge wholesale changes over the offseason when it comes to the Lakers. Uh, so I see them coming out. I see the Pelicans sneaking back in there with McCollum and Ingram. Um, I think a team you need to be careful for is the Jazz and the Mavericks. Uh, Golden State is going through some injuries right now. Steph Curry's out until uh, maybe the playoffs. I think he might be out to the playoffs with the knee injury. Um, Draymond Green gets two techs in the first whenever last night. So um, I'm really anxious to see how John Moran works it here in the playoffs. So it's gone still. Okay. Uh, back to Dan. Dan says they won't spend the money to keep whoever they get and won't spend the money to build around them. You know, I'm going to, I know, but I'm going to have to trust the process, bro. I'm going to trust process, trust process. So, um, we're having issues. So let's just, oh, I lost it. Let's go back here. Open up. There we go. So, um. Here are the games for tonight. These are the games I was going to pick. Uh, I was going to do it with Storm, but he I didn't catch him up because I don't know how to send on the text. So our four games for tonight, uh, one, two of them are currently in play. So um, I would have went Golden State if Steph was playing. So we we'll go Dallas at home. Or is that the Magic? That's the Magic. Uh, I'm going to still go with the Magic. You know, they got Michigan boys down there. Uh, the Wagners are down there. So we're going to go with them. Uh, Knicks Hawks. Uh, what a big disappointment in the Knicks. I mean, you know, I tried to give Julius Randle, you know, I tried to, you know, Storm told me too. He said, man, it's just the one season, man. And I was like, nah, bro, I think I think he found it. I think he found what he was not. He ain't found shit. He sucked and the Lakers and the Knicks sucked. It's, it's terrible. So I'm going Hawks and little baby here, Troy, uh, Trey Young. Uh, Bulls, Bucks. Uh, I'm going to go Bucks. Bucks is surging. They're still missing Caruso and uh, Ball, I think. So uh, I'm going to stay with the Bucks. Bucks are surging right now. I think they moved up to fifth on the power rankings list. Um, this, this, uh, yesterday. So I'm looking for the bucks to finish strong. Giannis is healthy. Uh, holiday is healthy. Middleton's healthy. Brooke Lopez is back healthy with the addition to who was there on the big, they just picked up. Uh, I think it was Deandre Jordan. I forgot who it was. I think it was Deandre Jordan, but, uh, they're looking pretty good. So watch out for them. Uh, Clippers nuggets and late game might sneak in on this one. Uh, Denver's a good one. Um, Jokic is playing well. Uh, they're still without Murray, but uh, they're looking pretty good. The Clippers are still without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I think I don't think you're going to see either one of them this season. Uh, Eddie, um, 
who's the little boy? The little boy. Sorry. The young man from traded from Detroit. Looks like the little ant. He's he's been he, he's been leading them pretty good this season. So uh, but I'm still gonna go with Denver uh in that particular matchup. So uh those are my picks for <laughs> those are my picks for the games for tonight. So there you have it. Uh, don't got anything else. Oh, bad English. Don't have anything else. So we through the brackets. Oh, I was supposed to have shots of the standings. Uh, who is in it? Uh, I think Dan, I think you're in second. Second place in the men's bracket. Uh, that's cool for now, but you can't win because your dude, your team's out. So you're just up there for snickles and bibbles. Um, I can't remember who was in front. I think I'm in fourth spot in the women's bracket. I am leading the women's bracket in that one. So, uh, yeah. That should be fun. So um, obviously, I'll keep you all updated on how our pool, how our groups are going. Uh, those games for the men get back started on Thursday. Uh, I think they start the afternoon sessions at six p.m. Uh, the ladies get back started on Friday, so you have those games as well. So a lot of basketball for another weekend. A lot of hoops. Um, so, uh, there's, if you're in the town, there's a lot of hoops all over the city. Uh, you got the, the circus starting up for the women. You got the state finals for the boys. Uh, there are no more ECAA games, but there's plenty of spots around town to go catch some of these Swiss 16 games that you can cheer on, um, your Purdue Boilermakers for the men's side. You can cheer on your IU Hoosiers for the women's side, and if you adore the maize and blue, you can cheer us on on both sides. Yep, that is correct. We are placed two teams in the Sweet 16, as well as the number one overall seed in the Frozen Four for the hockey tournament. I just want to toot some more Michigan horn. You know, if you don't like it, that's tough. You're going to have to deal with it. Yeah, I'll give you a you kid. Street Fighter. But anyway, that's all I got. Uh, so let me go find out what the fam is doing. And all of that good stuff. I'm glad you snuck in with me on a Tuesday. Um, I jumped in today because Sunday I was tied up in the gym watching uh, my daughter play AU. So state of basketball will be kind of sporadic uh, the next few uh, few ticks uh, with the AAU season popping off. So um, there you go. So good luck to your brackets. Uh, good luck to you and yours. I am the one. This is the state of basketball. This is a BW Sports One production, and we love that you hang out with us, and we love that you love us, that we love that you love to love whoever loves when you love better than loving. I think I got my quota in of saying the word love. Nope, I didn't pause. So there you have it. All right, I'm out. Have a good one. The one. Uh, do something positive in your life. Tell somebody you love them if you do love.